Hey everybody, welcome to Acting Successfully with Michelle Dyer. My name's Michelle and this interview is with Tom Lapke from Actors Launchpad. Now, you also may know Tom as the creator of Audition Update. And he has this company called Two Cats Web Design where he creates websites for actors. So he is the perfect person to talk to about this topic. Now, grab a pen and paper or just listen to it and check out the show notes later because there are definitely takeaways that you're going to want to hold on to from this interview. So without further ado, here we go. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much. I am so excited for our guest today. All right. Tom Lapke, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here. Okay. So for those of you who don't know Tom Lapke from Actors Launchpad, Tom, can you please introduce yourself? Sure. Hi, I'm Tom. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I am from Actors Launchpad. I run a company called Actors Launchpad. We are partnered um, with another company called RealArc. Basically what we do, Actors Launchpad programs, classes and events and workshops and social events for actors with casting directors and agents and managers and industry professionals to help actors further their career. And my sister company, Real Arc, with my partners in Actors Launchpad, produces original content for actors for their demo reels. So if you're an actor who doesn't really have a lot of great footage yet, uh, you can come to us and we will sort of interview you and then write, direct, produce a small scene for you that is literally indistinguishable from a television show or a movie for your demo reel. So, um, so between those two companies, we are basically servicing all the business needs of an actor. Super cool. And you also started Audition Update. I have to put that in there because that's how I met you. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I, uh, I started Audition Update. I was a um, I was an actor at the time and I really started it as a resource that I myself needed. So I ran that for a few years and then it got purchased by Backstage. And then I went to work for Backstage for a few years where I was their director of education and events. And then when I left Backstage, I started Actors Launchpad. So cool. Okay. Thank you so, so much. All right. So I am having you on because I want to talk websites. Do we really need one? Do actors really need a website? Actors 100% without exception need a website. It's to the point where if you don't have a digital presence, if you don't have a website right now, it's almost like five years ago, not having a headshot or resume, <laughs> uh, not having a professional headshot and yeah. claiming to be an actor. Wow. Um, it is that important. Everything is digital now. And casting directors, when they are considering you, when they are looking at a submission that they get from you, the first thing they do, if they don't know you, mm -hmm. is Google you and try to see what they can find online. I'm really lucky in my position at Actors Launchpad that I get to work with casting directors and agents and managers every day. Yeah. So I kind of get an inside track on a lot of things. And they'll tell me a lot of things <laughs> that they won't say in front of actors, which is great because then I can come and say it in front of actors. <laughs> and they absolutely Google you wow. um, for the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. So you want to be in charge of that. You want to be in charge of what they see. Yes. And the best way that you can do that is by creating and managing that digital presence through a website. Yeah. Uh, if you know anything about SEO, if you know anything about how the Google spiders find information about you, mm -hmm. one of the top ways is, is, your, is whatever they're searching part of the domain name? Yeah. That's like one of the big hits. So yep. if you know, I'm searching Tom Lapke, 
and I own TomLackey.com, that's going to very quickly become one of the top results. And of course, if it's my actor website, that's what they're going to click on first. They don't really care about my Instagram unless it's something else that they, unless they can't find anything else that they yeah. really need, they'll you know maybe go to that. I love that though, because you're talking about like controlling the resource, right? So like you want to control, you want to be that first result. And obviously TomLapke.com is going to come up first. You don't want it to be your MySpace profile from 10 years ago, or you don't want Absolutely. it to be like some old um, college video that was posted on YouTube that you are so not the same person you were when that was posted five years ago. So you want to update them. You want to populate the internet with current information that is tagged to you and that supports your career and your type. Absolutely. You're, you know, when you're a professional actor, when you're no longer a hobbyist, when you're not doing community theater, when you've gone to school and got training and you've graduated and now this is how you're attempting to make your living, you're starting a business. Yeah. You are the CEO of your own company, yep. of your own entertainment company. And that product that you happen to sell is your, your art. Yep. But along with selling that art, there's a whole lot of business that goes into that. And the same business rules that apply for any other company apply to you. So if you look at any company, really, any successful company, they control their presence online. They control, control their brand. how – exactly. They control yep. their brand. They control what is being put out there yeah. to represent them. Sometimes – they do it successfully and sometimes they create a tone deaf ad with Kendall Jenner like Pepsi just did yeah. but you know you're not a fortune 500 company so the the shockwaves of doing something stupid like maybe saying something on Facebook and then not having it locked up properly yeah. um, aren't as major for you but you're still you still have a responsibility to your business mm -hmm. to control that message that's going out there beautiful okay we have to have one. So go to TomLapke.com. What do we need to have on that website? Sure. The absolute should haves are your headshot. Mm -hmm. uh, should I say headshots, plural? Okay. Um, because you should have more than one. Okay. Um, your resume, mm -hmm. uh, which they can read on the site or they can download a PDF of. So you there need to have that as an option. Okay. Same with the headshot. Do you want the same with the headshot too? Do they need the option to like download the headshot? Not as much because most people nowadays can right click an image and save it and oh. know how to do that. Perfect. Um, okay. as lo but just make sure that that image is, is savable. Um, sometimes, depending on how your website is coded, mm -hmm. uh, you right click to save it. And rather than giving the option to save it as a JPEG or a PNG, yeah. it's saving it as a web page document, which isn't really helpful for you. So, and that's, that's not very, that's rare, but just to be safe, double check it when you publish your, your site. Okay. So you need your headshots. Okay. You need your resume, which they can view online, but also download. Okay. You need your reel. Same thing as a website. You absolutely have to have a reel as an actor nowadays. We are very much in the age of digital presence, and part of that digital presence is access to video footage. You have to have uh, a contact page. Um, okay. they, that's probably the most important thing on there. Now, with contact pages, it gets kind of tricky because there's a few different things that go into a contact page. Mm -hmm. Some people just put that contact form. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Where you just put oh, your yeah, name, yeah, yeah. email, yep. and then you fill it out, uh, and then you hit send. Mm -hmm. 
some people will have their direct contact information on the site. Some people will have their, if they're represented, their representations comment, uh, contact. Yep. I think you should have all three. I am not in love with contact forms. Okay. And the reason why is it's a perception thing. We like to be able to be in control of how we communicate. And when somebody who you're hoping to get a job from is trying to reach out to you, mm -hmm. they want to be able to send an email from their email address and see that it went out sure. as opposed to going to a contact form. Because if they, it, let's say the contact form is broken. Let's say you put oh, the... Yeah you know, the wrong email address in or whatever, and you don't realize it for a few weeks, or, you know, if they do that in their email, they're going to get a response back from their email server saying this email is incorrect. Now, I am neither attractive nor a woman nor an attractive woman. So it's really easy for me to say, put your personal contact information forward-facing on the web along with attractive pictures of you. I got to go there. This is this is my big thing. This is my big thing. Okay. I have a Google voice number, but then I've heard do not have a Google voice number because some people will want to text because, and you don't want to have a non-textable number. All right. Sorry to interrupt, but like, this is a huge yeah. thing for me. Y'all, I'm editing this podcast and I need to interject something here. It's not that I think that, oh, I'm all that in a bag of chips and somebody's going to contact me if I put my info out there. I'm worried about the safety of female kind. So females, be very aware about what you are putting out there online. Get a Google voice number that forwards to your personal cell phones. Your personal cell is not out there. Be very aware of what pictures you're taking in front of your apartment. Make sure your apartment number or the across the street number is not in the picture. Be aware if you're doing Facebook Live videos, do not do one walking down your street so people can recognize, you know, landmarks walking down your street. Just be very aware of what you're putting out there. Be safe, be smart about it, and keep as much as you can private, private. Do you want to have a Gmail email? Do you want to have a Tom at TomLapke.com? Go. Sorry. Go. I'm excited. Yes. So whatever... <laughs> Whatever that professional email is, that should be your professional email. Whether you manage that through Gmail, whether you manage that through the web server, through how you ever you built your site. So if it's Tom at TomLapke.com or uh, it's TomLapke at, you know, you know, however you at want gmail. at Yahoo.com okay. or whatever. Right. Um, I think that your email and your phone number should be on the website. Okay. They want to be able to contact you when they want to contact you. Yeah. And... If they can't, it's annoying. And the last thing you want to do is annoy somebody who might be interested in giving you a job yes. in a market where they have a thousand other choices to do it from. Yep. So have your professional contact information up there. Like you said, at the very least, put your email. If you don't feel comfortable putting your phone number, I get that. Uh, at the very least, put your email up there. And what you can do also, as because there are bots that crawl the internet and look for contact information, mm -hmm. what I like to do, because I have a, a little side business where I actually build websites for actors called Two Cats Web Design, that I actually started when I was at Backstage, and I still kind of do it on the side when I have extra time, because there were so many actors that needed websites that didn't know what the hell they were doing yep. in doing it. So what I like to do is I will create the contact information and then I will capture an image of that contact 
information, erase it, and then place the image on the website. Oh my so gosh, that's from awesome. somebody who's, who's looking at the website, it just looks like text, but what it actually is is an image of the text so that the spider bots that are searching for text to create spam emails can't grab it. That is so um, cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. That is so um, cool. So, and as far as representation, even if you have representation, mm -hmm. I think that you should have your, your, your representations, contact information on there. Mm -hmm. That's and a lot with something that says something along the lines of for professional inquiries, please contact Joe Smith at Joe Smith, Smith talent agency yeah. for any personal inquiries. You may reach me at Tom Lapkage at whatever you want to put on there. Cool. The, the reason being is there may be a situation where somebody reaches out to you and for whatever reason, it doesn't get to you from the agent. Yeah. And, you know, maybe it's a student film that you might've been interested in and, yeah. you know, either your agent didn't pass it along for professional reasons or drop the ball or whatever. Yeah. Not that agents drop the ball. I love all my agent friends, but they might be as like a student filmmaker that could have been an interesting project. They might be intimidated by reaching back out to an agent after sure. they already have, yeah. whereas they might feel more comfortable reaching out to you directly. Now there are things that you can have on there, but don't necessarily need. So we talked about having a headshot mm -hmm. page. Uh, we talked about having your resume. We talked about having your reel. We talked about having a contact. Mm -hmm. If you're a singer, you should have, a media page that has high quality sound files of your voice. Just sound uh, files? Like not video, just sound files? If you, if you have some professionally recorded video of you yeah. singing, great. That's okay. okay. A lot of singers don't. Okay. A lot of singers, what they'll do is they'll put up footage from somebody's iPhone from their cabaret performance and it looks and sounds like shit. <laughs> uh, why do you want to put that out there? Yeah. Uh, so I say... Go into a studio. Yeah. Not even into a studio like even your you can do it at home you yeah. know like there's no reason you can't sit down for an afternoon with and buy a 50 dollars mic from radio shack that's going to be pretty decent and figure it out for yourself yeah or you can spend you know if you don't want to do that there's a money to bullshit ratio with everything and if you don't want to <laughs> you know if that tips your scale on that factor then go and to a studio and pay somebody to record it for you so you should have high quality sound files of your voice, or if you have good video of it, uh, video files of your voice. Okay. Same as a voiceover artist. Okay. Uh, you should have sound have clips have. of your voiceover. Yeah. If you are a model of any type, it's perfectly acceptable to have your modeling pictures on there as well. Mm -hmm. uh, they these are kind of careers that go hand in hand. Yeah. And that's probably the only side hustle that is okay to mix with your professional actor website but i'll get back to that in a second you can have a bio page oh okay. everybody wants to put a bio page on there yeah the only person that's going to read it is your mom if it <laughs> makes you feel better to put it on there that's great nobody ever reads it nobody cares that you grew up in wisconsin and fell in love with musical theater at the age of five nobody's going to read it but if it <laughs> makes you feel better to put it on there and it's an opportunity to put a different picture or maybe a fun picture of yeah. you up there that's fine. So mm -hmm. if you want to put that up there, that's great. You don't need it up there. That's funny. They're all kind of the same. Like they're all they're like, all. I started singing at a young age and fell in love with theater. And then I moved to the big city. Yeah. <laughs> that they're all they're the exact same thing. But I mean, um, but so let me go there for one second because 
part of the reason looking back now on my career, like I thought I had to be a certain type and I thought I had to be vanilla. And looking back, I'm like, gosh, I wish I would have been more of a person. And, you know, maybe it was youth or maybe it was something, but acting and casting directors, I heard like nice is boring, right? Yeah. So like, how do you define yourself and how do you create and show that you're a person if you have brown hair and you're five five and a soprano, the same as five hundred girls next to you? How do you kind of define and round out your personality too, like without having the bio page? So how do you do that? How do you Sure. So there's a few ways that you can do that. One, have really great headshots. There are so many mediocre headshots out there. Really? Um, oh my still? god, yes. I always talk about how your friend with a camera is not your friend when it comes to headshots. Just because your friend has a nice DSLR camera doesn't mean they're a headshot photographer. It is a specific and learned skill. And I can spot, I actually, this very day, I had a friend uh, who I went to grad school with. He's a great guy. He's super talented. He's a castable type. I've known him for years. And the other day he reached out to me. He's like, hey, I'm looking for a new commercial agent. Do you have anybody that you rec- that you might be able to recommend me to? Yeah. And I actually, I, I actually do. I have somebody who I would feel comfortable recommending him to. Mm-hmm. So I said, hey, send me your headshot and resume. And he sent me his headshot and resume. And his resume is fantastic. It's got like so a lot of off-Broadway work on it. It's mm-hmm. got five or six legitimate network television shows, guest spots on it. Yep. And his headshot is absolute garbage. Really? Uh, it looks like the type of headshot. I, t- I, I messaged him. I said, do you want some unsolicited commentary? And he said, sure. And, I, and my response was, your headshot fucking blows. This is atrocious. And I know, I know who his agent is, and I know his agent. And I said, I can't believe so-and-so yeah. lets you get away with this. What did he say? He, he thanked me for it. He said, nobody ever tells you the truth about this sort of stuff. Like, wow. we're friends. Yeah, so I, no, I, like, so you I could totally could go there. Yes. But, like, someone um, with, like, network credits and off-Broadway credits has, like, a horrible headshot. It's amazing. And it was enough that I said, I don't feel comfortable recommending you with this picture. Wow, yeah. I need, I need something different. Wow. So, yes, there are a lot of really mediocre headshots out there. So okay. show that you are a professional mm-hmm. who has invested in your professional career and has good shots. Same thing with your reel. You can show mm-hmm. that you are talented and know your place in the industry by showcasing that material that shows your type best. Yeah. Now. On top of that, without the bio, there's design elements that go into a website. There are there are design motifs. Yeah. So if you are five five with brown hair and but you're kind of you know edge a little edgier, mm-hmm. you're more likely to wear a leather jacket out than you are a blazer. Mm-hmm. That kind of you know you're more likely to wear knee high leather boots than you are more sensible shoes. Yep. That can that's what's gonna walk into the audition room. Yeah. And that can be illustrated and should be illustrated on your design motif throughout all your marketing materials, throughout your headshot, throughout your business cards, and throughout your website. Cool. So if that type of person who's a little edgier, I go to their website and it's pink and paisley, <laughs> I don't know what the hell to do with that. Yeah, yeah. But if you're more softer, floral print, cat glasses. Glinda um, Wicked, yeah. 
Yeah, and I go to your website, and there it's more Pinky and Paisley. This tells me something about you. Nice. This tells me something about your type. Nice. This tells me about something the type the type of thing that you want to sell. So being five five and brunette can doesn't necessarily mean you don't have a personality that goes along with being five five and brunette. Very cool. Okay, you touched on side hustle, and I want to go there. So I think that you want to brand yourself. And you definitely, definitely need a side hustle. I think being financially stable only enhances or elongates your career because if you don't have a side hustle and you don't have any financial stability and you're doing a waiting tables job until 1 a.m., then you don't have a good night's sleep and you go into the audition and you just suck the next day. Like, Story of my life when I was an actor? Yeah, absolutely. Financial stability to me, that's like my survival job soapbox that I will just go off on forever. But uh, what is your opinion about branding yourself and your side hustle on your website? They are two separate businesses. They are two separate entities and they do not belong together. Brand your actor business as your actor business mm-hmm. and brand your side hustle business as your side hustle business. Okay. Perfect example of this is I run Actors Launchpad. I also, because I had this side hustle when I was even still at Backstage, and I just did it because I found it interesting, and building actor websites, I have a website where I build actor websites on the side Mm -hmm. uh, in my free time. Those two things Mm -hmm. never meet. Gotcha. Even though they are like-minded, even Mm -hmm. though, you know what I mean, they're separate. As an actor, you want to be able to, you want to sell yourself as an actor. You want to sell yourself as a serious business person whose product is uh, their art. Mm -hmm. And same thing as if you're a trainer or you're a vocal coach or you're a rep coach or you're a tutor or whatever it is your side hustle is. Yep. That's a separate business. Mm -hmm. So think about it this way. Starbucks owns Tazo Tea. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever the you know the, like there, there, there might be a, a large company that owns another brand. Mm-hmm. But they both have their own websites. Yeah. You know what I mean? If yeah. I go or even like if I'm looking at motorcycles, I ride motorcycles. So if I'm looking at a new Yamaha motorcycle, mm-hmm. if I go to the Yamaha motorcycle website, mm-hmm. they're not gonna try and sell me a lawnmower. They're not gonna have a link to Yamaha <laughs> lawnmowers. They're not going to have a, a, a link to Yamaha outboard motorboat motors. Yep. They're going to have their own separate website for those businesses. And mm-hmm. it's the same thing with your acting brand. Don't try and sell them anything else but that one thing which they came for in the first place, <laughs> which is your actor, your acting ability. Very cool. Okay. So website, how often should it be updated? If you're doing the basic stuff that you have on there, like every time you come back from a show, should it? Be, I've seen little websites on the front page where they give updates. Two twenty four. Michelle just got back from North Shore. Two twenty four. <laughs> Michelle just booked X Y Z. What do you think about those updates on a website? Uh, I actually kind of like them, and the reason why is because it shows you working. Okay. But it should only be updates. It's a double edged sword. So if you have something to update and you're updating regularly, mm-hmm. then with interesting and industry pertinent information, mm-hmm. then that's great. And if somebody goes to the website, it's like, oh, Michelle just got called back for Wicked. Oh, Michelle just 
finished uh, a six-month stint with uh, a show with Troika. Oh, Michelle just got off a cruise ship right before that. Mm -hmm. That's somebody that's working regularly. That's going to pique their interest. But the double-edged sword to that is if you have that on there and your last interesting update was in 2013, (laughs) that's going to give somebody pause. So... If you do that, I, make sure you, you keep it current. It, you, like you better, you better keep it current. Tend to your garden. <laughs> you better have things on there to update. So yeah, it's it's it it can be a double edged sword, but I think it, it I think it can work for the okay. right right performer. Okay, so this sounds like a lot of stuff to do. I'm an actor. I've got my lessons every week. I've got. I need to look for new material. I need to research new shows. I've got auditions to go to I don't have I've got my side hustle I don't have any more capacity to add anything else but uh, should I spend the money to like get a designer or should I just read up and figure out how to do it myself WordPress is a beautiful thing sure here's here's always my advice to people as somebody who makes extra money having people pay me to design their website yeah If you can do it, Mm -hmm. do it yourself. There's no reason. Things like Wix and Squarespace and Mm -hmm. Weebly uh, or even WordPress, Mm -hmm. you can go on there and Mm -hmm. sit down and slowly but surely figure it out. It's their user intuitive. Mm -hmm. You know, you can do it. Okay. It's again, I said before, money to bullshit ratio. So it's whether or not you want to spend that time. Okay figuring it out so i just built a website for a director Mm -hmm. he's a smart guy he's a visual guy he probably could have sat down and built his own website but what would have taken him 12 hours i can do in two yeah you know what i mean so it's a matter of i've already figured this stuff out and it's you know and i i I always tell people i'm not a developer i'm a designer okay so what's the difference a designer is somebody who can create the basic basic functions for you, but understands how a website should look okay. and can create a visually stimulating website. A developer is somebody who you go to and say, hey, I have this great idea for a business. I want to be able to have people order their takeout <laughs> uh, from an app yeah. and I'll get all the restaurants to do it. And then they're, they're figuring out how to create a website like Seamless. Okay, cool. But the designer is the what person who makes what Seamless looks like. Okay. You are the designer. I'm a designer. So I can do anything that you want an actor could ever want their website to do. Cool. But if they wanted it to launch a missile, no, I can't do that. Then you need a developer. <laughs> Okay, cool. So how much should I spend? What's my range? What What's a, some price that someone's going to like totally take advantage of me if they throw out? I want to be smart about it. What should I look to spend? It's tough to say because everybody wants something different. I I try to keep, I, I know like, I can speak for myself and I try to keep my prices as reasonable as possible. Yeah, like how do you uh, price? How do you determine what? So uh, the way I do it is for a standard five page website, mm-hmm. it's $300 for every additional page after that, it's $25. And is that flat or do you have any, conti- like that's not bad. That's, yeah, that's, that's really that- nice. Yeah. And I think I'm, I think I'm on the lower end of the cost. Now that doesn't include hosting fees. That doesn't include, okay. domain, you know, so buying the domain name, 
Right. You have to still pay for those extras, which I'm happy to do for people. But I think anything above $500 to build an actor website, you're, you're probably looking at somebody who's trying to take advantage of you. Okay. So going into it just with knowledge is kind of your best weapon. What did we not talk about that people need to know about websites? As a designer, I mean, you work with actors all the time. What are you like, oh my God, I wish they knew X, Y, Z. Do people ask for stupid stuff? What do you wish people knew? Yeah, have an understanding of who you are going into it. Have an understanding of what you want your visuals to be. Understand that an actor website, it serves a very utilitarian purpose, which is to get your headshot, your resume, and your reel, and your contact information easily available to the right person. Okay. It should do so artfully. It should do so with style, mm-hmm. but it doesn't need to have all these extra bells and whistles on it. You don't Stay need away like from- animation. <laughs> yeah. Not only do you not need animation, but if you have like a flash build yeah. website, which I don't know why anybody would still have that, but some people still do, you know, that might not load correctly for oh, yeah. somebody and especially if they're on their phone yeah uh, make sure your website is mobile optimized yes um, yes yes yes. thank you has to be mobile optimized thank you um you know because they're going to be looking at it on their phone just as much as they are on their computers yeah. and if it's not mobile optimized it could look really screwed up but yeah it just understand that it's serving a utilitarian purpose but mm. it's doing so artfully you're trying to sell them something passively. And what I mean by that, as opposed to directly, is if I want you to buy something like a, a mattress mm-hmm. uh, on, online and mm-hmm. I bring you to my website, I'm going to have a button that says buy now. And you click that button, it's right. going to take you to the checkout feature. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not what you're doing. You're not having a button on there that says cast me now. And you're yeah. going to click that. And, you know what I mean? <laughs> That'd be awesome. Buzz, Can but, we yeah, like right? create that? Um, yeah. Um, but what you are doing is you're presenting the materials, you're presenting the information that they can then either use to inform themselves as Mm -hmm. to whether or not you're right for the part Mm -hmm. or share with somebody else who might have an opinion on that. And, you know, you want them to be able to say, Hey, I'm thinking about this actor for your project Mm -hmm. here, Mr. Producer or Mrs. Producer, take a look at this website and get their feedback on it. Because the, at the end of the day, I can't tell you how many I'm, lucky enough to be Facebook friends with a lot of casting directors. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell you how many of the times I see them post actors. Why don't you have your contact information online (gasps) driving me crazy? Really? Yeah. And that's like one of the main purposes of your website is to make sure that a casting director can get in touch with you when they want to. Wow. Okay. Thank you. I want to touch on one little thing because I, um, when we were talking about having a designer on a website, so if you go back to that designer, they usually charge for updates, right? You charge per update. Like say, I want you to switch out my headshot. I just got new headshots and I want you to switch those out. Is that yeah. like a per um, change charge? What do you uh, do it, there? It can be. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't do like a monthly retainer. That's not normal, right? That's not normal for okay. an actor, no. Okay. If I design a website for a restaurant and they're you know, menu is changing weekly because of the specials and stuff like that, then that might be the case. Okay. But as an actor, no, you shouldn't be being paying a retainer for updates. Okay. You can do it on an update basis. Yeah. XYZ to go switch out this, this and this. Yeah. And I mean, really if it's, you know, like one picture that you need switched out 
any designer worth their salt is just going to be like, yeah, sure, just send it to me. We've already done business together. I'm going to do that for you. And if they don't, they're kind of an asshole. But <laughs> if it's if it's something where you know every week it's like, hey, I got these new shots. Hey, I have these new modeling shots. Hey, yeah. I just got a new. Then that's something where you might want to have a discussion of, all right, well, I'm up. To, I'm I'm doing two hours worth of updates. We yeah. need to talk about a price for this. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. Cool. Thank yeah. you. Um, talk about your, um, if people want to get in touch with you with your website design business, I should have said that at the beginning, that's why you were the perfect person to talk about websites. What is your website for it's, your website design? <laughs> sure. It's two cats web design. Cool. Uh, cats being plural because it's two, two cats web design. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, you know, it has all the pricing and everything on there. And like, if they're interested in classes or events that they can take with agents and casting directors, they can go to actorslaunchpad.com. And if they're interested in supplementing their reel with some really high quality footage, they can go to realarc.com. Real being spelled R-E-E-L-A-R-C. A-R-C. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. It was so Thank good to you. talk to you, Tom. All right. You as well. I appreciate you having me on the show. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you're enjoying it because I really enjoy doing it. Now, if you have a few moments to pop on over to the iTunes store and give me a rating, I would totally appreciate it. Your comments only help me make the podcast more valuable to you. So thank you so much for your time. I hope you have a great day and I'll talk to you later.